0: Here we are on the mission Tuesday, eight o'clock on the dot. Somehow we got started on time. The wonderful AZMT studios. And before I go on and continue tonight, let me I'm gonna try to talk to the camera a little bit. I wanna let y'all know all the wonderful things that AZMT can do for you here. We have brought the mission here because it is the best place in our opinion. To work through and work with a wonderful platform that's been putting on for the city for over eight years now uh we've got uh august twenty sixth. welcome to arizona part two is showcase coming up be on the lookout for that but beyond that we've got a wonderful website where you can place your brand and your product we've got a store that could be available to you uh, radio play live event play interviews all types of promotion right here at AZMT that's www. Arizona mixtapes.com now Kid K uh, Queen D and the whole family here Charlie myself we all look forward to servicing the Arizona hip-hop community that's what we do uh, we provide great services at a nice price so we hope everybody out there that's an artist that needs and wants a service will tap in with AZMT because that's what we do we appreciate y'all checking us out tonight let me get over here so I can get a little boom. Ah, it's another night on the mission. It's actually cooler than usual tonight. Uh, a nice 95 as the sun goes down in the city. Please, everybody, relax. Let's try to take it easy as the summer heat bears down. Uh, I'm coming off a great weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. Thanks to D&D Entertainment, Double D Entertainment, for bringing me out to Omaha, Nebraska, where I DJed for the great Keith Mary, the most beautiful thing in the world. I had a great experience. Keith is still doing it on a high level. Uh, With all of his years in hip-hop Still wild, still crazy as ever The most beautiful thing in the world Keith Murray Uh, He's got new music Which was surprisingly good uh, sometimes our older artists Their new music doesn't hit as hard I'm telling you Keith Murray's new music Is some of the best music I've heard from him So I can't wait for his new music to drop uh, We had a great time We got a little lit uh, He was very generous And gave me some great drops uh, And we, you know we piled around At a Best Western in Omaha, Nebraska So the crowd was great They really rocked with Keith They really appreciated his uh, hits From all the years as he broke it down wonderfully, and let me turn myself down a little bit. Here we are. Now, we are at the AZMT Studios tonight, and like I was talking about, they've got great services here to promote your product, to promote your brand, fully functioning, beautiful website that you could have access to to service your product. Uh, maybe even get involved in a store-like activity if that's what you need, with the ease and breeze of working with a reliable organization. Now, this is the mission. This is where we sit down to talk to the voices that uh, – that you know aren't heard And and uh, you know the artists of Arizona That need recognition That need talking to And tonight uh, is a very special night to me uh, One of my inspirations Since the first time I saw him perform um, And now he's got his compadre fat Mike Back out with him We're going to talk about all those details tonight uh, As we welcome Ill to the stage To the stage at the mission T-Bone's and Fat Mike, also known as Ill, yeah, man, i Yes, happy to see you. Now, do before we get started, I just want to make sure your microphone is near wherever the speaker is on your, on your system. Can we just put this as close as possible to wherever the sound comes out? Maybe, maybe Mike can help. Yeah, yeah. Just put that, and you know, we'll get it. We'll get it right as it goes. I just want to make sure everybody hears you, T Bone. I want to make sure everybody hears you. Um. Tonight we're talking to my special guest Ill. Uh let me let me make sure it's on. Is it was it clicked on? I want to turn it way, turn it way way up.
1: I would like to thank you for booking us on your show. You've been rocking with me since day 1. Actually, I think you're the one who introduced me at my first show in 2021 at the Arizona Hip Hop Festival. You saw a true MC beyond my disability, and you always showed me respect. And for that, I appreciate all the love.
0: Hey, well, I, I appreciate you, T Bones, and and that's that's very big coming from you to tell me that tonight. I appreciate that. I think that was I did work that show, so very well could have been me at that hip-hop festival. Um, Yep, that that was the night where uh, your performance really touched my heart because of your performance, but not only your performance, your friends, your family, your fans, the people that came out to support you. Uh, uh, It was a a great performance and something like I've never seen before. Now, to our listeners and our viewers out there... um, you know, t bones has a condition where he's in a chair and has trouble speaking. And if you haven't seen his performance, he writes out his entire raps and has them all sequenced to the beat, which we're going to talk about in a minute. I'm going to get to my notes so I, so we can stay on point. Um, and his his. His performance is, and and, and even better now that he's added Fat Mike to the situation. When I first saw T-Bone's, Fat Mike was was somewhere else doing something else. We'll talk about that. But, uh, uh, you know, T-Bone's show is something like you've never, I promise you've never seen before. It's a completely original act. I've never heard or seen anything like it. And it really touched my heart because it must be a, a, a great amount of work that goes in, to you making and performing your hip-hop let me get to my notes so we can stay on point and then in, in between our questions uh you know we'll talk to mike and get his perspective on things um and i'll i'll try my best to go in order t-bones and this is something you know um I, uh when when did you start listening to hip-hop the first question
1: it started at my mom always had either Spanish music or old school funk playing while cleaning the house. And back then we only had vinyl records so she had a crate full of them. One of the vinyls that I really liked was Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight. I used to listen to it daily. Nice. Another record that I used to listen to constantly was a vinyl that my uncle gave me when I was younger. It's called I'm Chilling by Curtis Blow. That's how I got the name T-Bone. The funny thing about it was for years I couldn't remember who sang it or the title name. All I remembered was it had the old Transformers cartoon theme in the beginning. Yeah. So I just googled classic hip hop songs that had that sample and I finally found it. Mm-hmm. I really related to the song because my real name is mm-hmm. Tony and in one of the parts of the song Curtis says the name T Bone and some percussion starts. Years later I found out T Bone was his drummer so I thought that was a cool little fact that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I added the Z to the name because there's a gospel rapper that has the name T-Bone.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember that record. I, I used to have that record. And T-Bones, that that was uh, I'm chilling with Curtis Blow featuring Trouble Funk, and T-Bones was the main percussionist in Trouble Funk, and that's crazy that that's how far you go back because that's an old record, T-Bone. Yeah. That's no doubt. That's an old record. Drop instant knowledge on it. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm a head. I'm an old head. I'm, a, I'm an old guy. Head. I go way back. I was here yeah. almost since the beginning. Not quite. Now, Fat Mike, where was where was your first uh, introduction to hip hop at? Where did you come in at on uh-huh. hip hop? Because you look like you might be a little younger, man. Uh, you know, I I'm don't thirty. Know. Uh-huh. You don't have to tell us. We uh-huh. just say you're a little younger than me and T Bones. Let's just uh, say you're a little younger than yeah, T Bones.
2: Um, for me, hip hop was. Hip-hop was tricky because at first, you know, I was introduced to it with a lot of dub C and Tupac. And we grew up together. So everything he did, I, we pretty much did together. But what actually fascinated me the first time was was uh, we went to a Tower Records. And we were cruising around, and, you know, we said. But it was, it was literally an accident. You know, we left the store and we had, while we were searching through the stores, a CD had fell in his, where his feet are held at. Mm-hmm. And it had fell in between on the side. Uh-huh. It was the Big Pun Endangered Species C D. Okay. And this had you know, it had a little bit of everything and he a compilation of everything he did. Right, right. And uh mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, the pods, the dubs, every all all that, you know, uh uh-huh. uh all those things, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I found pun, which led me to Big L and Cannabis and and then he uh, Red Man and you know, we were the, we were the kids with all the the cd the cd booklets on the wall right right you know right right
0: you you looked at it as a you collected it you know very much i had tapes and then records yeah. i was i collected those you know and they were to me and my friends they were very valuable collectibles you know we loved uh looking at the art uh and even reading the back now now t-bone i apologize for that that mic wasn't turned on so i just want to i just want to ask you that first question one more time um when did you first start listening to hip-hop? And please give us that answer again. I think we'll hear it a lot better it now. We just had a little technical.
1: early age, I remember my mom always had either Spanish music or old-school funk playing while cleaning the house. And back then, we only had vinyl records, so she had a crate full of them. One of the vinyls that I really liked was Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight. I used to listen to it daily. Another record that I used to listen to constantly was a vinyl that my uncle gave me when I was younger. It's called I'm Chilling by Curtis Blow. That's how I got the name T-Bone. The funny thing about it was for years I couldn't remember who sang it or the title name. All I remembered was it had the old Transformers cartoon theme in the beginning. So I just googled classic hip-hop songs that had that sample and I finally found it. I really related to the song because my real name is Tony and in one of the parts of the song Curtis says the name T-Bone then some percussion starts. Years later I found out T-bone was his drummer, so I thought that was a cool little fact that I didn't know. I added the Z to the name because there's a gospel rapper that has the name T-bone
0: Well okay well let's I think you alluded to it in that answer but the second question is who turned you on to hip-hop because for a lot of us it's an uncle or older brother sometimes their parents if they're younger. Um, but who? So who turned you on to hip-hop?
1: I started writing music when I was 12 years old. I'm 37 now. So I've been writing for 20 years. I remember in grade school me and my friends started making goofy rhymes about the teacher or whatever in the classroom. Then I started to make little songs about how I felt at the time. (coughs) A lot of my early material was darker and closed-minded, especially when I was in high school. I learned through the years that I can't work a regular job. So music became my passion and a voice to express myself. I really got inspired when I started getting royalties. It's not much but I'm saving up for a new studio. I started releasing my music officially in 2019 through the distribution company called DistroKid.
0: Very good, very good. So, who were um and you know, who were some of your early favorites? You mentioned some, who were some of your other early favorites?
1: There's a quite few that influenced me, actually I talk about it on a song called Master of Ceremony. It's about all the hip hop artists that influenced me. Go check it out it's one of my favorites. There's a lot of artists that I didn't get the chance to mention on the track. Like J. Cole, Gangstar, KRS1 and others. But I would have to say the major influence that made me want to rap was the Wu-Tang Clan (laughs) I didn't hear them until their second album But when I first heard the Wu-Tang Forever album I was hooked I remember hearing that album every day I was about 12 at the time so I had to finish my homework first I never heard nothing like that they combine two of my favorite things, which is rap and martial arts movies. Oh, okay. And their style is different. I always thought they're like the Shakespeare's of hip-hop. Another big influence of mine was Big Punisher. He was the first Latin rapper to go platinum and his lyrical content was always fire. I really admire the artist Tech 9 Because he came up on talk doing it on his own independently. Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to a little bit of everything from my mom playing those records so that kinda influenced me to mix different genres of music, especially on my latest album. I'm a big fan of heavy metal music too. The aggression of it helped me with a lot of anger in the past. Bands like Korn and Slipknot really helped me through high school. I related to their lyrics and the anger that they had.
0: I get it. I understand. Um, Let's speak to Fat Mike about what what were your early influences similar? Where did you come at it, hip-hop? And before you begin, I must say... Has anyone ever said you you resemble a young fat Joe? Ugh, all the time. All the time you get that? You do. You resemble I, I, I a young fat that, Joe. I hate that
2: it's Joe and never pun, though. Isn't it? You hate that it's Joe and, I hate pun? It's Joe and Never Pun? Well, play. you can
0: rap I hope you rap My like puns, pun you can rap like pun, pun but you look a little like you resemble <laughs> Joe a little bit. But but who did you come into hip hop really admiring early um, on or who you? To advice? be honest
2: like like for real, for real, pun is the first I'm telling you that. All my memories are vivid. That's how I mentally get rid of all my enemies and spirits that definitely mimics my every melody. And that right there was mm-hmm. impressive to me. Right. You know, dead in the middle of little, little, little. <laughs> it was different. Right. It was different from everything the West. You know, brother Lynch, brother Lynch, later. and um, you, you know, Tech Nine and all that. That stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. But where I in my mom's house, you know, where I I was more of an R and B. R and B mm-hmm. was always playing on those Sundays. See, right. we lived about. Three blocks from each other. We lived on the south side. Y'all of cousins or just friends? We're cousins, actual blood yeah. cousins. Okay, but I wanted to, I wanted it, to highlight
0: that y'all are cousins.
2: Yeah, but you know his mom kind of raised me, so okay, so you know it it's you like background. brothers, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So we grew up together. So watching him, you got it. So I'm I'm about four years younger than him, so three years younger than whatever. Watching him write all the time, I used to go help. We used to sit and go. It was a long. Was, I just for me that's why i appreciate you so much uh, i know you're gonna you're gonna get to later, but me being gone you have you know giving him a platform because i understand that to a ignorant ear to somebody who doesn't know cuz this is unprecedented yes. it hasn't been done yes. so if our music comes on and you don't know us from nowhere and you hear him come on you're not gonna know what's going on right because it ain't i understand that so right. i'm
0: trying to address that it's easier when you see it because you can kind of understand what's happening. But even then, to some people that don't understand technology, mm-hmm. they they still might not get it. But it, it, that's why I like to drive home the message of uh, how important the specialness of it is and how important all the work that T-Bones puts into it is. Because I see a lot of rappers that uh, feel uh, entitled, uh, feel privileged. And they don't, you know, nowadays that it's easier for everybody to do rap, more and more people feel entitled and privileged. Mm -hmm. And they have attitudes sometimes. And these guys are not working near as hard as T-Bones. And so that's why he is my inspiration, my motivation. When I feel like I need to take a shortcut or I'm tired or don't want to do something I need to do, I think of you, my friend. I think of you, and I think of how hard you work to 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 have your voice and to get your art out and It's very inspiring and motivating to me. I just
2: want to emphasize No, go that. ahead and say that I just want to emphasize it. because it ain't just that i want I want people to know how much work it is because he he writes all the time. I need you to know that. His mind is absolutely the ser- what cerebral palsy is. Right. Like what, what it, what it, what it, the different stages it has and how it's affecting him. You got to understand that his mind is completely capable. Like he's, 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 yes. he's such a genius. He's, he went to school for years. He has his audio engineering. He, you know, he, he, for, <laughs> I was gone for 14 years, man. I was in prison for 14 years. Whew, That's, that whole a time, That's a long stretch. I had got the studio we're working in now in 2006. So and that's what I'm recording and and where of course I'm having issues and you know it's only been you know uh, a little over half a year that I've been trying to get this thing going and, and right. being able to invest and pay bills. It's <laughs> you tough. Know, Life things. is real. So that's yeah, that's gotcha. you know but so we're trying to invest in a sound. We're trying to make we're trying to make his sound and my sound you know more uh, uh, more friendly and we know our mixes and and all that's not but that's just what it is. Right. It's right. raw like, with this TikTok thing. I'm, I'm showing the whole journey, man. Right, right. You know, well, that's a
0: wonderful thing. And uh, I'm happy you're home. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I hope we can you. do everything, you know, yeah. to, to to stay home. I know you want to. I know T-Bones wants to have you here. Um, while we're talking to you for one second, maybe you could speak to, um, y- y'all came up like brothers. You were gone for 14 years. But y'all came up together. Could you speak to how hard maybe it is to see, to see your brother, you know, the struggles he had to go through in life? or yeah.
1: Uh We grew up in South Phoenix Between 17th and 19th Avenue and Southern Currently I live on 12th Place and Southern I have a song called South PHX on my first album Where I talk about growing up in the area The first line of the song says I remember rolling down the block till 6 o'clock. That's when the street lights came on. So you know when that happens, you better get in the house. (laughs) It was rougher back then, especially in the 90s. It's been through changes throughout the years, so it's not as bad. My mom raised me and my sister on her own, so we always been close. And Mike being my cousin we always been like brothers he used to live with us on and off so I'm gonna let him say what his experience was like growing up
0: uh, okay
2: um like I said his mom his mom had you know raised me you know mm-hmm. anybody to speak towards any type of you know lifestyle that, that's glorified on it daily basis as far as being understands you know you from the south side of the west side it don't matter what it is but you know those situations led to you know being being uh being loved and cared for by, by you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. this is my my, my father's sister mm-hmm. son you know and her daughter watching oh, his daughter's oh. older than him andy dear yeah, mom i know y'all yeah. <laughs> i love y'all um it's hard to explain, man. You know cuz there was so much and then you and then you watch you got to you got to watch you know cuz you can't be all there and then and then you the sh- I got to watch it all, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. To see him now, that's why I just I try to post him as much and I tag him as much and I, you know, I had got Shadow. It's it's a whole but I need people to listen because to me, I tell him all the time, his his the most incredible part of his artistry for me is his storytelling. Like if once we get past the initial shock, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and then getting to whatever, and then you start to listen and understand. So this is a preface for me. Like this, this like thank you again, man. Uh, for all no, no, thank you guys for but, coming.
0: I just want to say for our listeners and so everybody understands what needs to be understood. Um, and I, 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 I don't let me speak out of turn, but some things I might ask you. Uh, maybe I didn't get all the questions to T Bones in time. But if I'm correct, T Bones, you you have cerebral palsy. Yeah. C P Yeah I heard you mention mm. it in one of your songs that really touched me and we'll speak on that in a moment. Mm. But um so uh for the people out there, uh cerebral palsy, I've been reading up about it today, is a condition that affects people in various different ways from mild to severe. Um, you know, and it's about your, your brain being affected and not being able to properly control your muscles. And so, you know, we, we've, um, certainly most of us have been to school and interacted with people that might have CP in life and, um. Uh, no offense, but T-Bones, you know, has it on the severe. You have a bit of the severe. But like Mike was alluding to, your mind is crystal clear. It's just your muscles and your physicality that's affected. And, and I can tell by your lyrics that are, are deep and thoughtful and full of emotion and spirit. You know, I can tell by your lyrics. Um, you had a song I listened to where you spoke of your CP and not being able to have a son. And, and certain other things in life and what that how it was affecting you and what that meant to you and i think it was called what if you have a song called what very if uh, and uh if for all the people that maybe want to get a quick flash of 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 your your poetry and your life i think that song like brings it home very fast um and it's very heart touching very emotional very um because you you tell the truth and you you let it all hang out, you know you 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 put it on the table for everybody to hear and that's that's what we ask for for our hip hop artists and uh and you you definitely give that to us so um I guess I'll ask Mike this because I didn't prep this question so has uh so t bones has been in this pretty much condition physically his whole He's life right. Yeah, you have something for that t-bone you can feel I'm free. glad
1: you asked this question because okay. I want people to be aware and help them understand and I talk about my disability often in my songs more noticeable on the track called my shoes my disability is called cerebral palsy I wasn't born with it I got sick when I was three months old. <laughs> And the doctor found an infection in my brain. There's a couple of different forms of it, but I forget what they affect. But my form of cerebral palsy affect my muscles and motor skills. For the longest I let it get me down, but music helped me express myself, especially when I started to record with a computer. mm mm-hmm.
0: mm mm-hmm. I'm sure that was a big thing for you when you when because technology has come a long way in the last 20 years, and uh, now you can do so much, uh, and that's incredible. And you you take full advantage. You do a lot with what and you with what you leaps know. and
2: bounds from right. the beginning. <laughs> right, from right. the beginning, the first that first block thing that we put that they had that they got it was so simple. But the idea, this is again, this is his idea, man. Right. His writing, his he did all this, and and of course it got harder. And then we, and then I got the pro tools. We got to play, we got to chop it. Right. Now he has a whole, and each every time he advance, he he finds another way to 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 keep making it, and it's just so. I can't wait to show, like, don't give me, like, I, I promise you I'm going to show you guys. All, <laughs> You're going to see it all, man. The TikTok is just the beginning. Thank you, guys. I know you guys are here. A lot of people are telling me. I know that, man. Thank you guys for coming.
0: Well, you know, you should be a, a motivation, a inspiration, not to people with, dis- not just to people with disabilities, but to everyone. Because, you know, human, the human life, you all t- you spoke about growing up in South Phoenix, which I've heard and know from stories people have told me, that growing up in South Phoenix can be tough enough. And then to grow up in South Phoenix with a disability, you know, it's, it's got to be so tough and just another world of issues and problems. Um, and I'm so happy that you found music. And uh, I've, got a, it, I've got a, I've got Well, I've got a My friend's in a heavy metal band. I want to turn you on to, and I'll send you the info through Facebook so you can check them out. He's uh, he's actually got a uh, a hip hop indie deal, and he's got a heavy metal deal. Both he, so he's really doing it. I want to hook you up with him. So we talked about where you grew up and what it was like growing up there. And shout out to South Phoenix. Uh, we're north of the city right now. Um, When did you begin to take it really seriously? Number six, when did you begin to take rap very seriously? And maybe who inspired that? Because a lot of us rap from here to there, a little bit this and that. And we all have, a lot of people have rapped in their life. But not everybody decides to take it seriously.
1: Mike inspired me to take it serious. He told me to switch my style up from all the dark lyrics. That's when I started to be more versatile And more mature with my writing He's one of the best lyricists And always makes me step up my game I went to Phoenix College for audio production From there I learned how to record, mix, and master My mastering game is not that great I always think I should have done this and that I remember when I first recorded with my first talking device it was on a microphone at my college but it was too muffled and sounded horrible then one of my teachers said I could plug an aux cord into my computer then the audio would go into the interface and goes to the recording program that you're using normally it takes me a week to write record, and mix a song. But some of the songs are more difficult to mix because of the arrangement. It's like putting a puzzle together, finding which parts fits, or take the parts that doesn't fit out. My favorite part of mixing is messing with the effects like EQ and reverb. I try to experiment with the effects on my looks, Try to make them stand out more. We usually use an old version of Pro Tools to record all the music. But Pro Tools stopped working a couple of months ago, so we've been using an old version of Garage Band. The uh. equipment that we use is so old that it doesn't have the Internet. <laughs> but it still works and serves its purpose. Hopefully we can upgrade in the near future. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I understand that. Mixing and mastering is tough for me because I never know when I'm done. I feel like you can just keep working on it for days and days and hours and hours. And uh, there's another thing you're right about. All of that equipment works. You shouldn't let it stop you using old equipment, this equipment, that equipment. All of that equipment works and works fine these days So there's no reason to let that slow you down I appreciate that But yeah, mixing and mastering is tough for me That uh, to do that too Now, so you kind of spoke to it there But how did you... I'm amazed at the fact that you um, not only record uh, your lyrics But you have them synced up to the beat so well That's a whole mystery to me um so number nine kinda how did you learn to how did you learn to put your music together so well?
1: Like I said, I plug an aux cable into my computer. Okay. Then it goes through the interface and goes through the recording program that we use. As far as my writing process goes, I usually write my verses first. I hate writing hooks for my computer, I usually write them at the end cause I can go off the verses and think of a name for the song. I've had a couple of communication devices that I recorded with throughout the years. I think my current one is the best so far. It lets me to be more creative and it's easier to mix with the songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, hey, respect and salute to you because uh, um, it, it it can't be it can't be easy. It must take a lot of work. But uh, surprisingly, a week a week to do a song is not that bad. That's pretty fast. That's pretty quick. Um, I know other people are slower than that. Uh, I, I asked the question: When did you and Fat Mike start working together? But I get the feeling that's been a lifelong thing. Well go ahead and. Let's hear the answer to that question then we'll get Mike well, to growing add. Growing up
1: together we always been close like brothers. We started rapping together around 2004. We started ILL around 2005 with our friend Sticky Tones. Shout out to him man. He's been doing the family thing and holding it down for his family. Also shout out to his brother Mario. He produced a couple of my tracks. We had a couple of meanings for the name ILL. But I thought infinite loyalty to lyricism sounded better and fit with what we're about. I'm gonna let him tell the story how he got his studio and how I ended up with the equipment.
2: Well, <clears throat> you know what, man, I don't even want to, to be honest, man, it was just, I, I don't want it, I don't want there to be any misconceptions, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I worked hard, man, you know what I'm saying? I was a full-time student, I, um, I was renting on a house, you know, I. I uh, I was doing everything I could, you know what I'm saying? And the music was huge for me, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, uh, my passion for it because mm-hmm. when writing for me, you know, I can't. it's not even, <laughs> doesn't even compare, you know, as far as what it does for him to me. But, you know, that was everything, you know, because it was different. It, you know, just, mm-hmm. but I ended in a position where, you know, it costs money to make money, man. Yeah You know Especially here There is no There's there's not a bunch of use around here People aren't looking for Or seeing something And going And reaching their hand out You know And if it is It's, it's usually it's, it's usually toxic You know mm-hmm. um, The little bit of running around I did And performing You know The old famous sams And the loft And the fish pubs And all that stuff You know I I I, I, I try I chased it all down man the, the, the college All that You know But Like I said It takes It takes You know And, and it's just, it should be hard, you know, and and you come from a where that's that's just protocol. that's just is what it is, you know. That's how that's what comes to you. So uh, you know, it only takes once. So that's why I'm not trying to. I just want y'all to know. I, I I'm heavy preaching this to, especially a lot of my my younger friends and and homies or or family and my little cousins. You know, because I you you couldn't imagine what changed over the last. So many years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just Peter Pipers and shit and fucking everywhere and fucking <clears throat> housing. You know, not just that. But breaks in families, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So many so many relationships fractured and different. And the way people speak and talk are different. Mm-hmm. People that you call family, you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? And then there's so much ambition, expectation. You know, not inspir- not only for myself, but, you know, there's, you know, there's, there was so many other things that I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, but, you know, you want it so bad sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and you just you're willing to go do anything to get it, and it's how I felt recently when I, when I came home, I felt like there was so much riding, you know, because, you know, I, I come. Here and then, my mom's situation and everybody and my situation and to me, you know, there's grandiose plans that I've been sitting, I've been studying, I've been working hard, you know, all these things I've been, you know, I've been writing, you know, you name it, you know, you know, Mike Tyson, hey, as soon as you get hit in the mouth, it's different. As soon as I came home, you know, wave after wave of, it had me unsteady, you know, and I'm I'm out here pushing the best. You could see it, you know, you could see, I kept, I'm, you know. My son was, that right there was hard than anything else. You know, prison, I I don't, I don't, I try to tell people, I told people in there, I did 15 years, okay, 15 years in prison. He's been doing the last 36 in his mind, in in that chair, in that body right there in his head. He's been in prison right there in that body every day, all day, 24-7 to get up. He has to, that right there. And then what, when I I tell you, his entire life has been dedicated to this craft. Mm-hmm. so is so is mine yeah except by loss you know yeah. so to see you do what he's doing for me to push this my son i' gonna bring it back to this i I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying so when i lost my son a couple months after uh, i think it was like four months after i got out i lost my son mm-hmm. for whatever so I posted a video on TikTok because since I, from the day I got out, it was the first video I ever posted was that first day out over that T. Grizzly beat. Mm-hmm. I did it. Boom. I went to the gym. I came out. I shot, shot the video. Video did pretty well. Boom. Whatever. Uh, that day at the hospital after the baby, I posted a video. I was screaming and crying, whatever. Well, that video went viral. I, I started I started working at FedEx that day. That day that he passed, I started working at FedEx. <laughs> My mind wasn't, I wasn't, Think about coming home or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm I, I, I'm I'm a former addict, man. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> I didn't do drugs my entire life until the end of my bit. Like you know what I mean? I was, de- but when I went, I went. I was I was fully. It changed everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in that moment, when I got out, I come to get my phone out the locker and I went to go leave. You know my son's soul recipe. I get out and I open the thing and it had eight hundred thousand views in six hours. That that video right there. It just, it took me by, the only way I could think of it is that that's my son. You know what I'm saying? Because then it wasn't just that. I woke up in the morning, 1.6, and then all my music, all my videos started. Now, this is this is a transparency that I've had from day one when I put it out to I posted it. And since that day, I've been posting the same. I went through, I went through an ugly little thing where you could see it. I'm not, you could, if you watch my content, I got about 600 videos. Really, if you watch it, you could see that whole, I look like shit, man. I let my shit go. I was drinking. I was like, I was... Mm-hmm. You know, whatever But it was him, man It was going to them shows with you You know, you guys giving me uh, Us, them opportunities Other opportunities Going going to his house every weekend Making sure Even when those jobs You know, nobody wants to be 30, 30, and 30 years old and, and, you know, struggling You know, you, I have no credentials I had no credentials I don't have any discernible skill set You know what I'm saying? You don't have Two mm-hmm. pennies, yum thing. All I had was them. My mama, I love you. Yeah. Pops and them, that's all, that's it. And this music is so you know, you get this you get this platform man and you try to press it and press it. It's just uh I just want people to know what he's doing. Like I want how he's doing it, how much time he's put into it, know that we're working. It costs money, but we're working. The sound will be it will be better. Mm-hmm. Once 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 I can afford production, that's that's why you see all my product. It's it's on TikTok, and I don't do Instagram like that. I don't do my YouTube channel. All that shit's up and ready to go, but I'm not gonna push that content until it's a content worthy of. Mm-hmm. Trying. I don't want you to come buy nothing from me. My my page is never gonna turn to spam. <coughs> I'm, I'm going to give you full disclosure and let you know who we are because when it comes, I promise you the music, you already know we're bar heavy. Mm-hmm. If you don't know for any listeners that you already know I'm bar heavy, super bar heavy, you know, we, we come from that root. I come from ba- battle rapping is what made me, mm-hmm. you know, the only reason I'm not battle rapping now is because I want my I want my place in the industry and mm-hmm. I'm coming to get it. I'm not even... Shy about that When I talk to the people That I'm I'm, I'm trying to enter I'm coming for all that shit man My music is different I haven't even let nobody hear it I keep posting old prison raps On these TikToks I ain't even let nobody hear no shit The shit we're doing on this ILL shit Go get that test of me That we're, we're finna drop this little shit We're doing in this This first preliminary Little thing just to push out Which is doing you know, we only put out two singles, but just know the sound is going to be different. When I find out how to <clears throat> and push this and punch it and I get a chance to show, because TikTok is so disrespectful, the way it exploits what it exploits and how it exploits. But that's everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> but it has to be given a chance. There has to be a way to get to an algorithm. You have to be consistent. That goes to every platform. People don't want likes. I mean, the platforms don't want likes. Anybody can tap the screen. They want interaction. Right, that's why I tell my people, ever everybody, you know those those comments. That's why I let all the people, the haters. There was twenty something thousand comments. You would you wouldn't believe the disrespectful shit people said right. about my child and and me and just horrible shit. I, this is how crazy it is. I post my content. I post for hours on his content, editing videos and shit. I was on break the other day, and some I just I clipped a, a, a some of a, a, somebody was like, "Oh, tell me the worst black joke you ever heard." Mm. I'm at break. You know, I'm whatever, you know, content is hard. I'm posting four times a day. Mm -hmm. Most of that shit is is goofy as hell sometimes. It's hard. You know, Saturday Night Live misses half of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, because they push out so much content. Sure. So I'm pushing out. So, oh, ask me about, okay, I stitched the video. 2.4 million in four days. This is, but this is the bullshit compared to when people are pouring their heart into content, because Mm. once you put on a link or anything like that, that's, of you pushing yourself or selling mm-hmm. yourself, TikTok automatically pulls back because right. now your shit is spam. Now right. your shit is, and right. if you want us to promote your shit for you to make money, we want they want to promote it. They, right? They want, they want, to be want paid. their cut.
0: They want in for them. yeah. You know? They don't want anybody getting that money directly for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've all changed and gone that way. Well, um, I, I I respect Mike how much work you're putting in, and 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 you know you're out here and. Uh, Uh, i'm sorry for your son first of all you know apologies for that you know Uh, a lot of hard times a lot of tragedy um both of you guys and and i'm sorry for that Uh, but unfortunately good music a lot of times grows out of adversity Mm -hmm. you know um good music grows out of bad times for a lot of people and um I feel like for you, T-Bones, music is, I mean, this is your outlet to the world, right? It's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Let what me get back to the, the script. In touch, right? um, what are you guys, and either one of you can answer this or you can both speak to it, but what are your current goals in hip-hop? Well, I think it was number 12. What are your current goals?
1: I'm starting to learn about the business side of the industry. Mm-hmm. I think I have the music side down-packed. But I'm still learning how to market myself and have more listeners. You have to watch out for the snakes that just want to take advantage of you. You have to make the right connections and meet people who you can trust. I want to get the ILL brand more out there, perform more shows, and make music that people can feel. I don't expect to get rich, If we make it big in time then hell yeah. I know it takes a lot more than talent to achieve that goal. If I still can make music and have an impact on people's lives then I'm good. My current goal is to upgrade the studio. I've been saving up and I'm almost there so hopefully next year. A quick shout out to Rome from 867 Entertainment. He booked us on his last tour. Hopefully, we can make more connections like that with other promoters to do more shows.
0: Mm-hmm. No
1: doubt,
2: My my goals differ. Okay, I speaking, of I fucking absolutely expect to get rich. I actually, I know it for a got for for a fact. I know it. That's why I tell him. See, see, his. I'm, I write a lot of R and B. I can't sing very well, mm. but I, I haven't even got to. Play with the the, the auto, right. I haven't even got to play with
0: it yet. Well, like, another thing, you can sell those songs. You don't exactly, even have to exactly, sell them. You like know? I said
2: my my, yeah. my aspirations are a little different. Like for him, I'm trying to the his storytelling, like the inspirational content. You know, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> even though the talented, the mm-hmm. bar heavy, all that. Like for me, I'm, I'm I want mm-hmm. the Billboard man. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want. I know what I have to say. You know, I, I know that there's there's a there's sustenance in my content Mm -hmm. in in, in my music his as well you know it's just right now it's Mm -hmm. it's making giving them the sound giving you Mm -hmm. guys the sound that's 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 Mm -hmm. worth it until then I can't Mm -hmm. you know and you know thanks for Nip and and, and all the wonderful people that I've come Keta Rockman thank you you know all the all the all the people who, who gave me all this advice, you know, the, you know that's got me <laughs> on my heels. Patient, you know, trying to be patient because, don't get me wrong, you know, I, no, I would love to, you know, be all over this here, but I'm on parole, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you know what I mean? I got bills, <laughs> you know.
0: How long will it be before you'll be able to travel, before your parole lightens up?
2: <laughs> uh... The beginning of 2024 Okay Hopefully Not too bad Not hopefully too bad. a little bit hopefully, hopefully sooner Before we continue
0: on with T-Bones Let me speak to you one second You know I don't want to get deep into um, You know Whatever got you incarcerated Or your incarceration But if you could speak to That transition Maybe you could drop a gym And help somebody out With those first What was What was the most important thing to you The first couple of weeks you were home
2: So when I got when I first came home, I, all I could think about was, yeah, I mean, you know, because <laughs> you, you think about, oh, what, what, everybody's question is, what are you going to eat first? Mm-hmm. What are you going to eat first? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got something lined <laughs> up? You know, whatever. You know, all these little weird questions. But in my mind, all I could think about is that first day out video hmm. over that T Grizzly beat. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I had contemplated over long. I got so much. I got so much. You know what I mean? And, and it's like. I was contemplating like what what's gonna be my first you know and i was like well i, I why not you know
0: but how, how did you come out of the you came out of the ground you, you hit the ground running with the tiktok because that was your first idea were yeah. you aware did somebody inside put you up on what was happening in the world because it sounds like you kind of knew ahead of time a little I, bit
2: so i used to baby mm. i love you baby mm. uh I used to, uh, she used to, we used to be talking at night, you know, mm-hmm. doing our thing, talking all the time. She would, that would that, that would be mm-hmm. her pastime, and I would make fun of her, you know, like yeah, TikTok, TikTok.
0: Right. Sure okay. enough, I
2: came home and he surely mm-hmm. told you. About it. But uh, okay. as far as as far as what you're alluding to, what you're saying, I'm sorry. No, it's It's all right. it's, it's difficult because there's so many things, but all those disadvantages, you know, there's so many advantages to. It you know it's like right it's like balancing your checkbook liabilities and assets everybody has them in every in every situation Sun Tzu's, you know th- those laws they're so powerful but every one of those things regardless of how profound they are they do not work the same in every situation application is necessary to everything you know period mm-hmm. if you don't know you can read books in a barrel but if you can't apply that I to the situ- ro- to the situation it, it's not going to work mm-hmm. so when i came home I got, I got, it was my sister's birthday. You know, I'm going to just tell this. It was my sister's birthday when I came home. When I, when I walked out, when I walked into the party, into the, I think it was a, a, like a a Peter Piper, uh, some pizza place. I walked in there. I was fine. I'm excited. I'm so happy. You know, I can't stop looking out the window. Everything, I'm still running into the new thing, but, you know, everything is, you know, you're so happy, whatever. When I walked into that place and got surrounded like, like everybody Hey hey And the handshakes People clapping me On my shoulder From behind Like there was so much I had a Everything changed That was my Hit in the mouth moment mm-hmm. You know what I mean Realizing And then from grocery stores To You know Public transport Just regular The way people talk You know you it's it, Everything is different Everything is different man And, and <coughs> It It's It's gonna be hard man it, It's not gonna be And this is for the people Going through it because I'm, yeah. I know people look at it and understand you know because people acknowledge situations all the time but until you understand them, I'm gonna be honest with you I thought depression and anxiety was a crock of shit until I experienced it you know what I mean right I, I, I don't know how I don't know how to explain that to anybody else but you know you come home with plans but when I told you you know I had no credentials I didn't I had no thank God I had family and people that helped me. There are people by the hundreds coming home every day in every city that come home to nothing. To halfway houses, no family, most likely addictions, such and so forth, mm-hmm. and they they find their way and push their way out of it. But every day is hard. You know, every 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 walk, every bus, every ride, every every time you have to ask somebody being completely dependent is a mind in and of mm-hmm. itself, especially for men. Exactly yeah. because being a prideful person and not being able to care hearing hearing your family's and not being able to to help it or appease it is mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. So so and then you come out and now you have the opportunity and your mind's been so you're so excited to be like, man, I'm gonna go get this month, I'm gonna go make it happen and take care of everybody and then you hit this six month and you hit this wall and you haven't progressed at all. Mm. And it and it you know, you lost everything that was even you know and you're 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 trying to find this reason to not go back to that you know what I mean because right. every and every argument or every whatever it was it, it's always something, but <laughs> it's there's so many stupid inspirational things that you know, and I know it's super corny, you know, but there's so many things that I see or or go about and every day, but it was Tom Hanks saying this too shall pass, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, there was a there was a there was a night that I was up drinking. I think it was like three in the morning. I was drinking, drinking. I post. I I even had like I posted on TikTok. I'm slamming the bottle and the you know I'm I'm in the am in the, I'm in the closet at like three in the morning, up. Uh, you know what I mean? And there, was it called? Watching TikTok, you know whatever you know. And and I see him like this too shall pass. And it was insignificant in the moment, but when I woke up, I thought about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and there was. There's been this uh, learning curve for me trying to be a father, and and that's difficult because I'm still trying to figure out how to be a man myself, you know, how how to stop being a child myself. When I tell you I've been dependent my whole life, I've been dependent my whole life. You know, I, I, at 16, I went and got my GED, man. When I turned, the day I turned 16, I went and got my GED. My mother went to Denver. I got my first apartment. I got I, I, I got my GED that week and enrolled in Phoenix College. Where he was taking his audio engine. Jamie Weddle, thank you, changed my life. I, I wish I would have took the advice and all the blessings he gave me and ran with it, and not, not because it was that moment where I collapsed before that sent me to prison. Is the same moment that I had, that was, I had to realize I'm about to make the same fucking mistake I've been making all my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I let tragedy or a misstep or uh, I get so fucking. Um, so discouraged. You can curse. Okay. okay. So discouraged. Mm-hmm. I get so discouraged by not meeting my expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, there, my mom's whole situation. There's that everything that's going on right now is a knife in the heart to me every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to explain to your to your mom why you don't want to talk to her all the time she calls, or when you go over there, you're not. It's hard to look at her you know what I'm saying like I, I and then you and then in all those moments you find those moments where <laughs> you procrastinate or there's moments of indecision or you have those I'm at job I just did 12 I just got out of work I just did a 6 I just did a 12 I'm doing 12 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get it all bro you know what I'm saying but <laughs> there's moments where that's not enough and it don't feel like it's enough you yeah. know what I'm saying and you just wanna I've been doing all this and I've been and I got nothing and it's That shit, and it gets worse for, (laughs) I tell everybody that when they have problems, you know what I mean, it's going to get worse. The young ones, I know that seems crazy, especially when, like, my younger family members, the, with love situations and all those things, troubles, parents, what, I know it sounds bad at the time, especially when you're so mad and upset, but Mm -hmm. you need to know it's going to get worse. Right. But it's going to get so much better.
0: Yes. Yes. And And that's the message. It's, life is an up and down, it's a roller coaster, man, and, and, uh. For us all, you know, some of us are much bigger roller coaster than others, but we all feel sick, you know, no matter how big the bumps are, mm-hmm. we all get sick from time to time. Um, what do you, uh, and I, what do you guys, whether it's, you know, I had a friend that used to, he wouldn't drink, he claimed he got high off Coca Cola and Doritos. <laughs> And uh, people have candles and incense and, of course, drink and smoke in the studio. What do you guys vibe off of when when you're in the studio working? Some people, it's coffee. You know, you never know. Weed.
1: I stopped drinking, but I still smoke weed. Okay. We used to party hard back in the day. I'm two years alcohol-free now. Mostly for health reasons, but I just got tired waking up feeling like shit. (laughs) Before I stopped drinking, I made a song called Drunken Words. Basically, it's about all the stuff that you want to say when you're drunk. I live by the motto when Nate Dogg said smoke weed every day. (laughs) I just love smoking blunts. Sometimes it helps me to write music or helps me relax my muscles. I can't handle edibles, they just hit different and I can't control it. (laughs) But with the blunt you can just chill and smoke. School. I, I smoke weed. Yeah, yeah so I try to
2: smoke weed. to. I'm learning that's about agreed. a new form of weed every day. Yeah,
0: that's fun. That's a good yeah. hobby. I, I I participate in that hobby myself, smoking and learning and learning and smoking. Um, number fifteen, I see on Facebook. It was very revealing, right on time, that your friend got you to nominated you to uh, to post ten. Uh, groups that inspired you That you liked growing up And I noticed then That there was a lot of rock and rap Mixed in that um, So uh, Number 15 When you Now that you make music Why do you make rap music And not rock, rock music
1: Rap just always been my thing, ever since I was younger. I didn't get into rock music, more specifically heavy metal, until I was in high school. Like I said, the aggressive of that music helped me with my anger back in those days. I like to mix different genres with my music, especially rap and rock. Bands like Rage Against the Machine and Linkin Park inspire me to make those kind of songs. I experimented a lot with mixing different genres on my latest album, The 12th Place Hits. That genie song has an Arabian Nights vibe. I have a jazz fusion track called Rain It Down. I have a Spanish-flavored song that I really like called Raza. That one is for my Mexican people and culture. And the last track has a rock blues vibe called Growth Tonight. Just being consistent with putting out more content. I love telling my life story. It really is my therapy. I like to make music for everyone to relate with. I like to be versatile with my stuff. All my albums sound different as far as the concepts and instrumentals. I like to make songs that have messages. I have one about toxic relationships, police brutality, and other current events. Hmm. I also like doing fun tracks that inspire me at that time. Like my homage song for Wu-Tang called One-Armed Swordsman. You already heard my stripper slash porn song at our last show. I also have a song for the ladies, too. It's right before the stripper song on the same album. I even have a song where I find a genie and it grants me three wishes, which the song has a message at the end. So coming up with different ideas and concepts helps me keep going. I have a song called In Dreams where I talk about being trapped in my nightmares I got inspired to do it from being a fan of Stephen King books I also have a three-part horror core series called The Alphabet Killer I made up a fictional serial killer with an obsession with the alphabet mm. and that came from being a fan of true crime stories <laughs> the thing that I like about those is Each track has its own story Even the beats sound different But they all have the same vibe to the storyline
2: uh-huh. Hey, well, I'll tell you What he tells you, that he was
0: dark, though, back in the day mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, speak to it, Fat Mike Because you had to hey, get uh, him straight You had to lighten him up a little bit hey, Now, no, mind no, you, no, I understand man. You know, I had some uh, times where I was pissed off in high school mm. So I can only imagine that there was a lot of rage and frustration dealing with high school and puberty and all that. Because it's hard on everybody, just like life. But for your obstacles, much harder, for sure. So speak on that, Mike. Tell us about uh, the dark days of T-Bones. Well, you know, the...
2: (laughs) It's a... I don't know, man, he used to write the craziest mm. stuff, man. Yeah. You know, and and you know what? When I tell you, like, you know, for you, Brother Lynch fans and all, you know, it was on a whole different. He was you
0: know, darker know. than Brother Lynch because like, that's pretty dark. Like, don't bro. let
2: Don't let you be a teacher of his that mm. says some, you know. And then you know, there's bullies, and you know, when I tell you, he was fascinated when he's creating the serial killers, and you know what I mean. You know that that, but that became, and then you know, with the metal, I'm not a fan of metal music. You know, you know. I ended up when I got the studio at first when I started because that was the plan. You know, I'm like, oh, I got my audio engineering certificate. I'm gonna open the studio, start selling. Studio. Man, musicians are broke. That's you know, I had fourteen grand. At, yeah. You know, that's but but uh, yeah. You know, and I would tell them because there would be the the other content and we would make other songs and but it would. I kept pushing. You know, get off. Like, don't. You know, because and then there was a lot of God hate. You know, hateful. You know, towards yeah. God and. Sure. and you know, in that everybody has their path. You know, and, and I, you know, I, 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 I always the, the religious fanatics always, you know, especially you know, argue that to him. Tell him, tell me well, tell him why. You know, your God is so great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <coughs> everybody has their, and don't don't also. I, I don't ever discourage religion. You know, right. I, I hate I hate that it's been instant, You know, it's been used for such you know ill gain but that's everything in the world sure the church doesn't separate that right the, the church is just one of the more powerful organizations
0: in sure way, i know? agree i agree so, with so you.
2: so so you know all those things it's kind of like i would i would tell him that's why when i told you a battle rap, i don't want to be in a box i don't want him to be in a box my my visions of him or his song playing when the torch is getting parried at the special olympics I want his video I want I want mm-hmm. you know I want him I try to tell him see I'm I'm a old I'm an old rapper I'm an old battle rapper like I'm one of these old you know, all that you know every everybody's running words to get you know back then what I did was so original and creative and then there's shock value to the way I look now man if if, if you're a if your people are man they've got it's evolved so well of course the mainstream stuff is a lot of you know, is different. You know, the mumble mm-hmm. stuff and the bubble all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's prominent. You know, for but for the ones listening, looking in for the hip hop ads, mm-hmm. the bars are out there and the bars are different. So I'm no different from, you know, my story and, 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 and we're gonna see if the push makes me different. That's right. why I keep the push. That's what's next, is the push. Mm-hmm. But but him, he's gonna change the like the effect he's gonna have. Especially think about Hopefully not, but I hate to say but think about all the ones that's going to come. When I tell you this is unprecedented and it hasn't been done, think about how many people in his situation that don't have outlets, period, that don't have outlets. Or all just haven't have figured
0: out the electronics. I think for a lot of people, they haven't figured out the technology the way you did. And uh, they don't know that they can sing and rap, you know. And once yeah, they figure yeah. out they can sing and rap, yeah, we, we you know, it's about human experience, right. and that's why I appreciate you sharing yours, T-Bones, mm-hmm. and you as well, Fat Mike, because hip hop is big on sharing human experience, like I right. talk here tonight, and uh, and you found a way to share your human experience, yeah. you know, and I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's incredible. Um, one last question and then I'll let you both speak on whatever you want to speak about before we get out of here. But, uh, the last question, I think I had, I I think I hit a little bit too much of the weed when I was writing some of these questions, T bones, uh, I copied myself a couple times, and some of them weren't that creative. But anyway, this is one of the ones I usually ask people, especially for people in certain situations. When I got into rap, it was a bit odd telling my friends and family about that I wanted to rap or that I wanted to DJ. Uh, people didn't think maybe it was my place to do that. What was it like for you guys telling your friends and family that you wanted to be a rapper or that you wanted my to? My
1: family always supported me on whatever positive things that I do a quite few family members were at my first show I was nervous but when I saw them rocking with the music I started to get hype I'm close to my mom and sister they're my biggest fans I think Uh I made a EP called family issues it's a small four-track project about my family It really helped me through some things that I was going through at the time. My favorite track on that one is Unread Letter to My Pops. Before my dad passed I didn't see him over 20 years, so it's basically a letter to him as a man telling him how I felt. In the process of his death I met my two half-brothers, we met 20 years later after he passed, so I'm grateful for that. Uh-huh.
0: Man, that's heavy, man. Your story keeps getting heavier the more we get into it, T-Bones. What about you, Mike? When you, now you were probably a younger guy, you know, when you were 16, before you went away. What was it like telling everybody that you wanted to... Because uh, to be honest, some people thought I was crazy. They didn't want me to rap, or they thought I was crazy being involved in hip-hop. What was it like for you, Mike?
2: Well, I just want to, you know, I don't want to make it sound because you know that I don't want to put anybody out like it wasn't, you know. What I mean? But when I tell you, you know, it was just it was just my mama, man, and, yeah. and them. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't, I didn't have nobody else. So, right. You know, my mom ended up going to it was going to Denver. She ended up getting the raid She ended up moving to Denver, but. Uh, I was still of course I'm a child I had to wait till I was sixteen to, to be able to get a GED but
0: you wanted to stay here you stayed I had, yeah, here I, I, Once I wasn't, moved, leaving. You, I wasn't here. you know
2: I had these, you know I wasn't leaving everything 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 was so uh but so when I did it, everybody thought I was crazy because I had gotten to a a car accident I had broke my femur in half I, uh, I got bars in my all of my leg whatever well, I ended up getting a settlement for that, but I wasn't going to get it until I was eighteen. Mm. so you know that once once the once i broke my leg because of it it was football at first and you know that's what i want i want to play football but once i broke my leg and all that you know i had been writing with him i my when he mentioned sticky sticky was somebody we used to uh me and him used to ditch class all the time and and at lunchtime in power 92 would come we would always kick cyphers every day me and sticky boom we would bust little cyphers uh Mm -hmm. He lived in a real little reservation down there. We went to Cesar Chavez and they uh, the Healy uh, River uh, Casino right there. They, they have the reservation right there, mm-hmm. District 5 and 6, I think it's right there. Um, but I used to go to the res with him all the time. That's all we did was rap, freestyle rap. We used to go to the Power 92 battles. We did that. We, um, you know, that was whatever. But when, when I turned 16, you know, I told my mom because she was like, well, look, you know, well, okay, if you get your GED, you get a job. You know, you have everything lined up in the next such and such time. If that by that time you do all these things, I'll co sign your apartment. And what you think of I went and did that. I went and did everything I, that was necessary. Mm-hmm. I got my first little remember that little it was uh mm-hmm. it was oh my god, it was on <laughs> by the behind the swap meet over there on twenty seventh Avenue in uh, Camelback, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. But uh that was the first one. Uh then I went to you know, slowly but surely moving. I was working two jobs, working everywhere you know trying to get it and doing other little things trying to you know whatever um sure but when I got the when I got the settlement check which is going to answer your question when I got the settlement check I invested the whole settlement check into the studio the one that we're talking about is worth nothing now mm-hmm. but I invested it all of course my mom and all of them were like well don't you know but for me I, man I'm going to buy this studio I'm going to get my uh uh 3 months rent paid ahead of time I'm going to buy the studio and save about $400 for liquor and weed and I'm good, I'm gonna sell this studio time, make this movie and get you know what I mean, and go get this bread I mean, <laughs> it just didn't you know, but um but but as far as my mom you know, my mom ain't never never not been behind me right him, his mom, his sister ain't never not one second ever even when i was even when I was dead ass wrong they're gonna tell me I'm wrong, but they ain't never gonna not be so that like you know that's why it's a strong
0: foundation That's a good thing it's a wonderful thing well gentlemen it's almost time to wrap up t-bones i i I said that i would give you an opportunity if there's anything you want to talk about that i didn't mention please let it let it go let us know we would love to hear from you
1: besides the rappers that i grew up listening to i'm a big fan of stephen hawking He didn't let his disability keep Mm -hmm. him from doing what he loved. It may have taken his muscles, but it didn't take his brain, and I could relate to that. Another big inspiration would be my mom. She's the strongest person that I know. Mm -hmm. She's been through a lot raising two kids on her own. Currently, we're still working on the ILL album, We kinda had to put it on hold because life happens. Mike just got a new job so it's harder finding the time to record his parts. We do have six good mixes that we recorded. I just feel like it needs at least four more tracks to feel complete. In meantime we released two singles to get our name out there. The first one is called Why You Mad, which is a banger. We both went off on that one. The second single is called Testing Me. I think it's the best song that we've done so far. My verse on it may be the most powerful that I wrote. I'm currently working on my fifth album right now. I'm planning on calling it The Return of the One-Armed Swordsman. It's a call back to the original track from my first album. I'm shooting for 16 tracks on this one. It may take a while, but I might put out a single to promote it. I'm attempting to make the album clean without any cussing. Method Man inspired me to do so, because he hasn't cussed on an album in 10 years. All of my music and ILL music is on all digital platforms. Mm -hmm. Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music. If you buy any music from iTunes it would really help us out. That's where we get more royalties I noticed. Just search T-Bones for my music. And search I period L period L period for the ILL music. People can find me on Facebook, just search T-Bones Martinez. That's where I promote most of my stuff. I'm on Instagram also, my handle is, T-Bones underscore Martinez. I usually just do the reels with my music. I'm on TikTok at T-Bones Martinez. I've been getting a hand on using that app. I have a Twitter under T-Bones Martinez. I just use T-Bones Martinez for the social media stuff, but my actual artist name is just T-Bones.
0: Yep, and I can vouch for it. I found uh, What If and some of Ill's music. On Spotify, it's real easy. If you search T-Bones, T-B-O-N-E-Z, you'll find all of T-Bones music and all of Ill's music right out there in the streaming world. But like he said, if you really want to be a true fan, go to uh, iMusic, go to Apple Music and buy something. Because that's where we get the most money. When you actually buy a product, and um, if you get a chance to see Ill or Andor, Fat Mike, T-Bones out doing their thing live, it's an incredible show. It's striking. You'll remember it. It'll be inspirational and motivational to you. It should be a call to all artists to work harder um, and uh, and and follow your craft, follow your spirit, speak your mind. Um, I feel for you, T-Bones. It must be incredibly frustrating. Uh, uh, I know everybody doesn't realize uh, the the clarity of your mind and how and how incredible you are with the words. But that's why Mike and I are going to help get the word out to the world and to people, so that they will find out your music and be inspired. Um, you know, and in his visions for you performing or your songs playing at the Special Olympics mm-hmm. or the Olympics or anywhere uh, is a very big dream that I think can come true. I, I don't see any reason why not. Uh, I feel like that's the perfect situation, and um, I really appreciate both you guys coming in tonight. Fat Mike, before we go, is there anything you want to add? You want to say shout outs? First of all, let me do this for your for for your mom, both of yous moms give a round of applause for all the moms out there it's tough being a mom single mother and i can tell that both of your moms worked very hard you you you're a complete gentleman and you've been great and uh, so salute to the mothers and salute to cousins friends brothers the relationship you two have i have with my big brother i understand that it's a special thing we look out for each other and um the passion that Mike has about you and your career is very special. I respect that. I appreciate that, and it's obvious to hear him talk about you. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Is there anything you want to add? I'm...
2: No. You know what? I just I documented everything. Okay. You want to go check my paperwork out? You want to go look at my prison stuff? You want to ask around? You know, you could you could uh, my colleague, all that. You could look at his documented. Uh, I was struggled. I was broke. I never made nothing. I lost all of my life. We're still in the same spot, but now watch. Yeah, now that's look. right It's
0: getting I'm ready to coming. turn around big Mike's home Ill is recording They're getting ready to have brand new songs They got six mixed in the can They got four more to go they go drop this Ill project on you It's been our pleasure having both of you gentlemen down here tonight Thank you um, Is there anything else, T-Bones, before we get out of here that You want to drop on us, you let me know Uh, This has been the Mission Tuesdays, every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. here at AZMT. That's Arizona Mixtapes. Go ahead. Feel free. Feel free. Please. T-Bones, ladies and gentlemen, with Fat Mike, also known as Ill. Together they're Ill. Ill.
2: Pay hey, attention, man. Shit.
0: It's gonna be, it's gonna be different. All the promoters out there, eight six seven AZMT, Daryl, uh, Daron. Y'all just need to tap in and get ill on the bill. Uh, you know what I mean? You, it's really a great addition to your show. So tap in with these brothers hey, and let snap. them do the thing. Whenever you're ready, T Bones. I'm just killing time. I'll shut up when it gets going.
1: You ready? Half man half machine what you gonna do when we step in the scene trap you in my guillotine I'm so sick with the lyrics I need a vaccine fuck some bling all I need is a mic to do my thing babe Ruth status I'm the king of swing I caught onto your little scheme go hard or go home is my theme I rock the spot from here to Beijing I'm the voice to the microphone like mean gene. All I need is one-shot survival skills like buckshot spitfire like a gun glock. Leave your bell rocked after this one. You better keep your head banging like Slipknot. Wherever I go, I murder mics flipping tracks like I was flipping dykes, I'm the microphone killer, you're fucking with a bareback gorilla wearing you out like chinchilla, give me the mic and I'll show you who's iller, snatch your heart to kill you quicker, your family better pour out some liquor, watch us plague the rap game just like smallpox, murder everyone in the room and the beat just stops.
0: Ah, uh, that's ill. You got ill lines. You're on them like a gorilla. I, I heard this. I can't. My memory's bad I smoke too much weed. But, man, that's incredible. Let's give a round of applause for the special freestyle, Mission Freestyle, giving us a real treat. And it's always a treat when real hip-hop meets. Man, I can just tell y'all breathe it. I can tell that you just love this sport, this game called hip-hop so much. And, you know, it's your expression. You know, that's the beauty of it. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming to the mission. It's been our pleasure to talk to you. We're going to get some clips you. out this week and get some promo going so everybody knows and understands the mission of ill. That's Fat Mike, T-Bones, T-Bones Martinez everywhere on social media, the mission everywhere on social media. Thank you to everybody that tuned into the show. We'll be broadcasting this all week, and it will be jumping up on YouTube, and Spotify, Apple Music Podcasts Everywhere The shows podcast Within a few days Thanks to Kid K, Queen D, everybody here at AZMT The wonderful Arizona Mixtape Studios It's been another episode Of The Mission, y'all Thank you, thank you, thank you so much And good night Thank you guys good Have you a good bro, one, we you,
2: out For real, bro
0: Big Butch the Lesbian, Walter Cronwright, Dan Rather, Smokeweed, Dirty Harry, Lee X the Theater. That's me, you know, and every week right here from the beautiful Icon Radio Respect Underground Worldwide Radio Studios, we bring you the mission. Now, our mission is to talk to artists, get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose, their mission. That's what our mission is. And that's what we do here.